Right off the bat here, I want to ask a quick favor before we jump into today's episode. If you could take maybe three minutes to rate and review this podcast, it would truly mean the world to me. With a toddler and a newborn, I am acutely aware of how precious even a spare few minutes is, but I am also aware that it might be hard for you to see how your rating and review could possibly benefit our show. Trust me, it does. We're not in trouble or anything. We're not going anywhere. It's just that the more reviews that we have, the more attractive our podcast is to potential guests that I know you'll love and sponsors to help the show keep going. Your rating and review will actually help us create an even better show for you and our community of listeners. So what do you say? Will you go and leave a review for us? I would be so grateful. Okay, on with the show. Welcome back to Making Good, the podcast for small businesses who want to make a big impact. I'm your host, Lauren Tilden, and this is episode 169. Today, we're talking about my favorite type of marketing, email marketing. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to guess that email marketing may not be your favorite kind of marketing. It's not for most people, but I want to try to change your mind. In this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about why email is so important, and then I'm going to give you some really tangible ways on how you can grow your email list, including four ways to grow your email list very, very quickly. So let's get started. Here's something that I think we can all probably agree with. We need to spend our time on what works when it comes to marketing our businesses. When we find a marketing strategy that is really delivering results, we should put our time and effort into that. Do you agree? Well, that is my exact argument for why I hope that you'll consider spending some of your time and energy on email marketing. The truth is that for just about every business, email marketing works. It works incredibly well. I'll link an article in the show notes that goes into the return on investment that you can expect to see from email. It is much higher than from other channels like social media, for example. It's estimated that email generates a return on investment of $38 for every dollar spent. That is an ROI of 3,800%. Social media's average ROI, on the other hand, is just 28%. There are 4.1 billion people in the world that use email. That is more than a billion more people than are on Facebook, for example. Plus, unless their inboxes are very, very overrun, your readers are very likely to actually see your emails versus on social media, where we know that only about 5% of our audience actually is exposed to our posts in the first place because of the algorithms. So we've established that email works, but still a lot of small business owners are intimidated by email marketing and are very, very hesitant to give it a try. They view email as something that's much more complicated and advanced than social media. And as a result, people tend to put a lot more time and effort into social media platforms like Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And while I, of course, believe that social media has a place in your marketing strategy, it should by no means be your entire marketing plan and 100% not at the expense of your email list. If I was coaching you and your business one-on-one, the first thing that I would want to talk to you about when it comes to your marketing would be your email marketing and making sure that it's a big priority for you. My own personal experience with email marketing completely supports the stats that I shared earlier, showing how email blows social media and other marketing channels out of the water when it comes to effectiveness. In my experience in my own businesses and with other small businesses that I've worked with and coached, as well as my experience as a marketer in corporate America, across the board, I have seen this to be true. By and large, emails generate more revenue for us than other platforms. 
And as our email lists grow, as long as we're continuing to add value and build a relationship with the people on our email list by sending useful non-spammy emails consistently, as our email list grows, our revenue tends to grow as well. So there's so much that we could talk about when it comes to email marketing. And in fact, we've done quite a few episodes on this podcast already about email marketing, and I will link to those in the show notes. But today we're going to talk about specifically how to grow your email list. And I'm going to give you some ideas for how to do it quickly so that you can start to see more of those amazing results that email can generate. So I have four ideas that are specifically for growing your list fast. But before I get into those, let's talk about nine easy, super accessible things that you can do to grow your list all the time. Number one is to post about your lead magnet on social media a lot. To put it simply, your lead magnet is the thing that you're trading someone for their email address. A lead magnet could be a coupon, a discount, a free shipping code, or it could be something like a PDF, a free download, a cheat sheet, a resource, a playlist. It could be so many things. People don't tend to sign up for email lists because they want to receive emails. Usually, we need to give people a good reason to sign up for our email list, and that reason is your lead magnet. But what many of us tend to do is that we'll post about the lead magnet once when we first create it, and then we don't mention it again. This is a huge missed opportunity. I would suggest that at least once a week, you mention your lead magnet somewhere in social media, ideally with a link. If you have a free guide, find ways to mention it and provide the link. If you offer free shipping to people, give them the link of where to sign up for that. The fact is, you might feel like you're repeating yourself, but most people aren't paying as close attention as we would like them to. So this is something that we need to constantly repeat week in and week out, even if it starts to feel redundant. So idea number two, ask your subscribers to invite their networks to join your list. Here's a thought. Why not actively ask your subscribers to share your resource with their friends? For example, if you offer free shipping, you could say something like, hey, do you have a friend who also loves great jewelry? Forward them this link so they can get free shipping too. Or for a digital lead magnet, you could say something like, Do you know someone who's moving soon? Share this link with them so that they can download our pre-move packing checklist as well. Idea number three is to do a giveaway where in order to be eligible, you must be subscribed to your email list. The risk with giveaways is always that we're going to end up with a lot of people who are just seeking free stuff and then they immediately unsubscribe. But if you get thoughtful about what you're actually offering in your giveaway, you'll be more likely to get people who will want to stay on your email list. Make sure that you're giving away something that the kind of person who would buy from you would actually want. In other words, no generic iPad giveaways. Idea number four is to prominently show the sign up and the lead magnet on your website. When was the last time that you audited your own website to see how your lead magnet is showing up? Is it obviously displayed? Is it enticing? If you notice that you're not getting very many signups through your website, it may be time to try reworking the text or the images that invite people to sign up and to give them a better reason to sign up. We always need to be answering the question, what's in it for me? Tip number five is to use VIP waitlists. So a great way of building your email list is through waitlists. A VIP waitlist is when someone signs up to get first access to something that isn't available yet. For example, a collection of new products or a program that you're coming out with. If folks were signed up for the VIP waitlist, then they're going to get first dibs. In your pre-launch, when you're just talking about it, you would tell people that they're going to get a little extra something or a discount or even just the first opportunity to shop limited availability goods if they sign up to be on your VIP list. Idea number six is to show the behind the scenes content of actually creating your emails. So when you're writing your email content, you can show little sneak peeks of that in your social media. 
Let people know what you're sending out in your email, what you're putting together and how that they can sign up to get it too. So this is a great way of essentially selling your email list without actually having to talk too much about it. But you're giving people a preview of what they're going to be missing out on if they're not signed up. And you can subtly drop the link to sign up after you're showing a little bit of the kind of value that you offer in your email list. Idea number seven is to do an email swap with another small business. So with this idea, you would pick another small business owner who has an audience you think would be a good fit for your business. And you set up what is sometimes called an email swap. Basically, you would each set aside a section of an upcoming marketing email where you would share about the other person's business and link to their lead magnet. The lead magnet will be that good reason to sign up for that other person's email list. You do want to be sure to include a lead magnet in here or some kind of special offer so that the people receiving the email have a good incentive to go click right now and claim that offer rather than just continue scrolling on. Idea number eight is to send high value emails. You could have 50 new people sign up for your email list every day, but if you have 55 people unsubscribing every day because you're sending junk, your email list isn't growing. Unsubscribes are not inherently bad. If you're sending quality content that is directly geared toward your ideal customer and someone still unsubscribes, it's a pretty good indicator. They weren't a good fit anyway, and it's totally fine. But we don't want people unsubscribing who are great potential customers because we're just not sending good enough emails. So a key part to growing your email list is to not only focus on growth, but to focus on really delivering for your existing subscribers. Get clear on what your ideal customer wants to receive, what they want to learn, what would delight them, and send more of that. And tip number nine is to make sure that you have a compelling email signup on your most visited web pages. Look at your website analytics and figure out which web pages are the most frequent entry points to your website. Maybe you have a few blog posts that generate a lot of traffic, for example. I would suggest that you give people a very good reason on each of those blog posts to sign up for your email list. So maybe you have a specific lead magnet or a free offer that is relevant to the topic of each blog post. You display that in the middle of that blog post and people can sign up to receive that extra bonus by email. This is a great way of capitalizing on the attention you're already getting and making sure that you're able to stay connected with those folks who find their way to your website. Okay, so those are some of the everyday tactics that I think we can all be using frequently to steadily grow our email list. However, if you're looking for more of a rapid expansion of your email list, I have some ideas for speedy growth too. I do want to say that all of the things I'm about to share with you are a little more labor intensive. Of course, one great way to grow your email list without the extra labor is to pay for ads that send people to a lead magnet or other opt-in page. But today's episode is focused on free ways to grow your email list. In other words, ways to grow your email list organically. So there is a little bit of labor involved. Here are the four ways to quickly grow your email list that I put together. Now, this is a fun episode for me because I haven't actually done all of these yet, although I've been learning a lot about them and can't wait to put them in the works, as you'll hear. So idea number one is to host a virtual summit. I'm kicking this one off first because I am so excited about this and I have one in the works. So stay tuned. A virtual summit is an online educational event, typically, where there are speakers who speak about different topics, all centered around a theme. Typically, a summit is free to attend for attendees or they can upgrade to get permanent access to the content. There's a couple of things that make virtual summits hugely effective ways of growing your email list. First, you're usually going to have anywhere between 15 and 30 speakers or even more, 
all of whom are going to want to promote the event because A, they're a speaker, and B, they receive a commission on any purchases of the upgrade pass that are made using their link. Because there are so many people promoting the virtual event, this results in way, way, way more people registering, meaning instant email list growth. The second thing is that getting a free ticket to an event with 15 to 30 or even more super high quality presentations is a great offer that if you position it just right, can just be too good to pass up for your ideal customer. People want to sign up for things like this because it's a no brainer. All they have to do is give their email address in exchange for all of this free, amazing content. Yes, please. Now, I can already hear my product-based businesses thinking that virtual summits are just for service-based businesses, and I totally disagree. So here's some example ideas. If you're a jewelry designer focused on crystal jewelry, you could put together a virtual summit all about crystals and how to use them. If you make sustainable kitchen goods, you could put together a virtual summit for the sustainability curious, giving them a shame-free introduction to eco-friendly home practices. If you make greeting cards, you could put together a virtual summit about friendship and how to be a good friend. Basically, you want to think about your ideal customer and something that they really want to learn or something they really care about so much so that they would spend and invest time learning about it. Then host a summit around that. You probably want to be able to be one of the presenters yourself. So of course, you and your business should be a natural fit within this theme. But I really think that you can get creative. As long as the people who are going to decide to register will be good potential customers for you, you're good. Okay, idea number two is to host a free event or workshop. One of the best ways that I've grown my email list recently is with live workshops and live events. I've put together some free live workshops where I put a ton of awesome content into the presentation and then I promote it widely. I got a ton of registrations. Of course, I get some unsubscribes after people get what they want, the workshop, but for the most part, people who join these events remain on my email list because I've proved that I can add value. So ask yourself, what kind of live event could you organize, even digitally, where people opt in to your list in order to sign up for that event? This could be an education workshop. It could be a networking event. It could be some kind of co-working or crafting session. It could literally be anything. My third idea here is to do a launch. So looking at my making good email list, if I were to chart out my email list growth so far, there would be a pretty steady uphill line with some huge jumps in list size every few months since the start of 2022. What are those huge jumps? Well, 2022 is when I started launching. Up until 2022, I had some lead magnets that people could sign up for and they did. My list was growing. But starting in 2022, I launched my membership program, Making Good Happen. And with that, I've done live launches every few months. So each time I open the doors to Making Good Happen, I treat it as this whole big production. I spend a few weeks in pre-launch. I post teaser content. I create a bunch of hype. Then I do a webinar or a workshop that I promote widely. And I ask my network to promote it as well. And then people have to sign up for my email list in order to join that free workshop. In general, I'm creating a ton of marketing content in a short period of time. All of this activity, but especially that live webinar or workshop that I promote and ask people around me to promote, all of this leads to a huge influx of new leads for my email list. Whether or not people decide to join my membership that round, meaning whether or not they actually purchase, the vast majority of them decide to stay on my email list and possibly join in the future, which in and of itself makes all of the launching worthwhile. 
So when you are launching something, a new product line, a new collection, a new service, whatever it is, give yourself permission to turn it into a big party, an event, and ask your network to help you pull out all the stops too. Regardless of what the result of the launch is, you'll have a very good boost in your email numbers as long as you're collecting email addresses as you go. My fourth idea for rapid email list growth is to create a quiz. Now, this is one of those things I haven't done yet, but I can't wait to. This has been on my list for a long time because we all love taking quizzes. The idea with creating a quiz is that you create a quiz that's going to tell people something about themselves. Typically, in order to receive the full results, they'll need to enter their email address and sign up for your list. And voila, they've got some awesome quiz results and you have a happy new subscriber. For whatever reason, quizzes tend to convert very, very well, possibly because we all just like learning about ourselves. My suggestion is that if you decide to create a quiz, first listen to my podcast episode here on Making Good with Ashley Bowden. She is awesome at quizzes and she shared some great tips in that episode that's going to be linked in the show notes. But also, I would recommend that you treat your quiz launch almost like a product launch in and of itself. Start talking about it and hinting about it as soon as you're creating it. Get input from your audience as you create it. Ask your friends to share and spread the buzz when it's live. Really let people look forward to it. And I guarantee you'll see much better results in terms of email list growth when the quiz is actually live. In terms of the logistics of quizzes, I think most small businesses tend to use a program called Interact. I've also seen folks use Typeform, and there are lots of other ways to do it too. Feel free to DM me on Instagram and I can share anything that I've learned about it. So there you have my suggestions on how to quickly grow your email list. If you have any other ideas for growing your email list, I would love to chat. This is my favorite topic. If you can't tell, DM me on Instagram over at Lauren Tilden. You can find the show notes from this episode at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 169. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful for your support. Here are three ways that you can get back to making good. First, I'd be honored for you to leave a rating and review in your favorite podcast player. And don't forget to subscribe and follow. Second, if you have a friend that you think would enjoy the podcast, you can send them the link. This episode is at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 169. And finally, take a screenshot of your podcast player while you're listening to the episode and tag me on social media at Lauren Tilton. I would love to cheer you on. Thank you for being here and for focusing on making a difference with your small business. Talk to you next time.